Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Soren. I'm flying. I'm Sam Gash. Uh, and I am on Blue Sky at Sam Gash, S A M G A S C H, or on Instagram at Ideal Remake. Perfect. Wow. Uh, that's been one of the, the better explanations and spiels that we've that we've gotten on this one so far 189 minutes in we're talking about justice league part six something darker and this minute is going to start out with more swirling rocks hanging around superman's hand and the minute is going to end with the flying fox arriving at uh pajornov that was that's, Very nice. that's the first time i've seen that word spelled written down yeah in, in english another you didn't know there was a z in there uh didn't know that there was a z in there didn't know that the z was pronounced as a j yeah. <laughs> that's that's russian for you for sure enough okay so yeah we have uh pretty much the entire justice league has their i don't know what this is it's like a be cool montage uh, not, not like the movie be cool it, it's it's their headshot session. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it the Superman does his thing. He, he you know the swirling rocks. He does his first flight thing again that he's so known for. He goes up into the sky. He t poses -pose. in the sun. Yeah, the the model breaks, so he's t posing. Um, and then everyone else does it. You know, Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Flash. They all have like their thing to do. I have an important uh, question. Yeah, does Barry eat anything in this movie? Yeah, yes. twice. He does he does eat. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. Right before they got on the flying fox, he was chowing down. All right, um, good. Yes. That's important. That's all I needed. Thank you. But yeah. you know, he it, still it, should be eating in downtime. We do get a little bit of stretching in this one, so that's good. Uh however three three times, I think. Does a hot dog count? I think he he grabs one hot dog. He actually feeds a dog a hot dog. I'm pretty sure it's a chili dog. Uh and then <laughs> no, he spins around and goes, You're too slow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you he gotta understand he's shoes. gotta get the chaos emeralds. Yeah. Why doesn't Barry Allen wear soap shoes? That's what we need to bring back. <laughs> um, so, like, this stuff was supposed to happen on Monday's Minute, right? Yes. That's what, what you said, Sam, on Monday would be this. Like, literally, you were yeah, if you'd done all of these things while they're having the conversation. Yes. Th then you do both and you... yeah. For some people, you make a movie a little bit shorter. And Would have saved us half a week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's and also so, no reason for Wonder Woman to be drawing her sword right now. But whatever. Well, yeah. They're all doing it. The, I mean, uh, Cyborg, it has two guns out. Yeah, he's he's checking the, 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 the machinery. That makes sense. He's not firing them. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm doing the thing. I'm, I'm checking my guns. I'm making sure they work. I'm doing repairs that's like standard you charge everything up you make sure it works you shut it down wonder woman she's drawing her sword for battle as opposed to checking the sword ironing the sword doing one of those uh the the sword cloths you do oiling the sword you know sword stuff mm -hmm. yeah sharpening the steel and then all that stuff yeah I, I i think it's uh i mean they're they're gonna get off the uh the ship here in a bit and and you know the the bay door will open and so she'll maybe she'll have the sword out ready to go 
Um, but I think that which we were talking about, like, you know, sharpening the steel. Um, I don't know if you do that to a trident as well, but, you know, it's it, it, things like this could be done while talking about what the plan is. Or maybe, you know, we've seen um, we've seen previous minutes of Batman working on the Batmobile. And I think it could be another case of that. Where it's like maybe work on the Batmobile while you're, you know, getting ready for this um event to happen this third act i mean um, he has a whole belt double check everything in the belt that's what batman does yeah then we don't know if there's sharks in russia but hey i mean with the oh. radiation you never know so there are sharks in russia <laughs> you heard it here first people <laughs> is bruce bruce is a russian name right yes probably yeah so yes you never know bruce yeah <laughs> bruce uh but yeah so um i i i like the superman thing you know i we've talked about it before i think um for us personally uh, i won't speak for you nate but for me personally i'm not necessarily you know i'm not a christian but i think it's okay <laughs> to have christian allegory <laughs> 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 to have the Jewish man doing one. the Christian allegory? Yeah, well, I was going to say, it's like, I'm, uh, I, being my religious background aside, like, I'm okay with this Christ like imagery for Superman, is what I'm trying to say. It's like, it's okay with me. I, I, I think it's fine. Like, I don't know if anyone else is like, this whole Christian allegory is way too much. But no, I, mean, I don't I don't think any of the, the Superman Christian allegory is way too much because I see it for what it is that exactly is. It is that turning point of this character and, and a group latching on to just that easy symbolism. And it's easy symbolism mm-hmm. that other people create. It's like, OK, cool. Superman was created by Jewish people. He is yeah. the Messiah. Yes. He is not Christ. It's like that's the biggest thing that's a fact you know he's the ubermensch yeah so it's like that's that's cool and all i'm not saying i'm against christian allegory within superman i'm fine with it it's more so of just like a it's it's you know we have memes now for a reason it's it's the it's the uh uh hollywood um you know snapping your fingers at the tv and whistling like oh there it is there there i am yeah that's what it is it really is just like point and look be like yeah that's the Christian allegory for for everybody in the audience watching and waiting for that. There you go. There's your moment. But mm-hmm. it's really just that, you know? Uh, this it, moment yeah. here, I don't see it as like a very heavy-handed Christian allegory. I see it more of of what Sam mentioned yesterday and, and what Snyder and Goyer and, and they all do. And they really heavy-handed him as being a godlike figure. Like we say, gods amongst men. And that's one of my favorite things. So when you do put Superman in the sun and he is above the earth, T-posing with his hands and he's embracing everything that he's giving all his power and he is the entire reason that planet exists below him, I like that because of how heavy-handed it is. Because Mm -hmm. that's what I want out of my sun god character. I want the people to be small, tiny ants and, and live their stupid little lives because Superman is there like that's it i i like that you know it it brings just like such a 
more sense to me where it's like I have a reason to be hopeful because there is a sun god that flies and protects everybody and and he does try to do both and and I can relate to him and all of these other things you know the Christ allegory Helios has to pull the sun across the sky yeah that's I, I like that because that's the tales of the mythos. Like, that's why we sat around the fire and, and talked about Helios pulling the sun across the sky. Because someone was like, well, why does it do that? And some other guy was like, well, check it out. I have a really cool imagination. What if there's a, a really pretty guy with a cape? It's like, oh, it, I, I'm all ears. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for, for me, since I don't particularly care about... Because it is the done thing, it is the uh, the the Quentin Tarantino point point snap and point at the yeah. screen. I don't particularly care about Christian allegory in my superheroes, especially if it's like it feels pandering to me in the same way that it's just like, oh, this is what you want, this is what everybody wants to feel. Here yeah. you go, here's the thing, and it 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 feels cheap. Yeah, because like again. <laughs> He's Jewish. Yes. <laughs> and, and it's like, all right, we did the thing. We we made the we made cheeseburgers just like how you like. Aren't we so American? Yeah. It's mm. the uh it's the op it's the Aputh No, I don't remember who did the joke. I was just like, go USA. Um but that's like not from, I, that's not Simpsons? It is Simpsons. It, it is a poo. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But like for me, the scene itself, I know what it is. But for the vast majority of people who are watching this movie, it could potentially seem purposeless. And I feel like if you're just giving him the second to do the T-pose, no one knows that he's charging. Right. No one knows Mm -hmm. that he's, like, replenishing his strength. And, like, I have a window sitting right next to me. And sometimes when I'm cold, I will go stand in front of that window and just, like, stand against it. And I will T-pose just to absorb the sun. And it's just a thing I do. But, like, you have this incredible opportunity to give us a sense of, like everyone's getting ready, but people don't know that that's what Superman's doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, you can see that, like you can literally have a scene of like the sun's hitting his skin and he just like, like you can literally see the sun on his skin and you can just show him like tense up and pull a fist and you go, Oh, the sun is making him strong. Like same amount of time. You don't need to do the T pose and you get to us go, okay, that's why he's flying into the sun because he is a battery and he needs mm-hmm. to go charge up. There you go. And that way you yeah. get to like show that Superman's doing the same thing that everyone else is. Again, I don't need him to be a god. That's not necessarily my my version of the story. That's fine if it is Nathan's, each their own. Um, for me, if I were directing this, that's what I would do is I'd say, okay, great. He's flying into the sun and we're seeing him getting stronger because of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I heart heart agreed. Like that's yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing that's missing is like just the little solar bits of him drinking in that energy. It's like yes, there's a reason behind this. He's not just your version of God. Like we had a whole movie in 2017 that was literally just that. So mm-hmm. that movie actually did show him, you know, getting hit with the with the bomb and and the solar radiation is rejuvenating him. So it's like, okay, one can infer. However, you're kind of missing that one element here with six, the other people, five of the other people gearing up and Superman just going out and doing his God symbolism. Like that's, yeah, again, there's something missing. It's just a little bit of detail. Yeah. That's what I wanted to talk about was uh, what we've talked about. Tuesday, Wednesday, and now today, Thursday, is there's a lot of fan service. 
of like the black suit and the Christ-like allegory, which is like I'm fine with, but they're they're all different fan service things of like you wanted the black suit, you wanted this Christ-like allegory, like you wanted these little things, and it's like, but what what is all this? And it's that part of like the actual storytelling that's missing. This the, what story we're telling with Superman is like why does he have a black suit? Why is he out here? Why is he doing this? Is he going out into outer space and then going to sit down to Pajorna of like to go up and then back down? It's like, what is that? And so it's all what we've talked about is sometimes it's style over substance. It's all style lately, but they're never telling us what we really need to know, which is the story beats of why is he getting the black suit? Why, what is he doing now? Like what is Superman doing? It's all just like, you wanted to see the Snyder cut. Here it is. You're seeing all these little things that you wanted to see that you're screaming about on the, on the internet to see, and now you're seeing it. But you also not... have an opportunity for a shorthand. Like you put him in this black suit, which is itself charging, and you could even have you can have it do the thing that it did in the comics, where the the S on the chest, the symbol for hope or whatever, illuminates. Like it show like you can show that yes. the suit itself is charging too, and like he can le- he's standing there and. It's just the suit, and then he goes and charges in the sun, and then the S is glowing. Yes. And you can even then do that as something in, like, the continued fight of, you can show how tired he's getting and how worn out he's getting by the S itself getting dimmer. It's like Ultraman. Con- sure. Like, I, I, I believe sorry, you. Yeah, and the Ultraman has, like, the thing where he's it starts blinking when yes, he's running exactly. out of energy. Yes, it's But, yeah, exactly but like, like, literally... It. Like, you never talk about it. It's just something that's in there just for people who are paying attention to be like, for people who are doing a minute-by-minute podcast and be like, okay, we can track and see kind of what level he's at. Like, yeah. you want him to be fully charged? You have this opportunity to show it to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and what Nate said in, in Batman v Superman, we see that as well, not only with Batman's armored suit, but with Superman who's been hit with, like, Kryptonian gas, and you see both of them kind of, like, where they are with their health bar if you will like armor is being broken off but also superman is in a human state but then as the kryptonian gas is wearing off you start seeing that strength coming back and so you see these levels of like where they are in this fight when they're fighting each other in that movie but in this one like i said it's whereas the style of the christian allegory and having the black suit there's nothing that implies the tech the technical side of the suit and what it's doing in this moment which is him bathing in the sun and charging up and becoming like Superman who can fight in these battles again. So yeah. mm-hmm. a more just... powerful version of what he was before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just missing a little bit, uh, a lot of it. So uh, yeah, that's just what I wanted to talk about with him. It's like, it's nice and all, but we're missing some of the storytelling for him in, in a way that's like more direct. And we talked about how heavy handed it is for all this other stuff, but the story itself needs to be heavy handed more heavy. Like that should be heavy handed. Like, why is he doing any of this? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's what you said last up last minute where it's a lot of style, not a lot of substance. Yeah, exactly. This here, um, I think that could probably be said for all these characters is the style of it. I mean, we have this rock and roll music and these actors in these costumes are doing these things, which is like, it seems very cool, but the practicality, maybe, you know, <laughs> taking the sword out, like, you're not doing anything with the sword yet, so why is it coming out? But a lot of the things here, it's like, hmm, it's cool. But is it cool enough? Like, is it is it for a reason? 
it, it's like it's the first level cool of just like this is the first cool thing i could think of therefore we're gonna do it but there's so many other cool things you can do like if you want to like show wonder woman being really cool like iron forge wonder woman smelting a sword and like doing the the, the things you need to do to like really just like all right, I made my sword. Like literally having her sharpening the sword and then testing it on something to test how sharp she made it, that would be cool as opposed to just her pulling the sword out and posing. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's surrounded by metal and you could, you know, take the sword, you cut through metal, you kind of like, you, one would infer like, oh, snap, that's a really powerful sword. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even she you just have, cut the staircase very you have Barry stretching, but you could literally have him doing leg stretches and then you can have him do the thing where he's like kind of marching in place. And then you just see his legs going faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. And like, you can see the extent of, uh, of what he's doing. Um, Cyborg, you have the opportunity to have, like he's made out of mechanics. Like you can have him taking different pieces of himself off and putting them back together and reassembling himself. And that could be something that Batman's doing. Cause Batman's also going to have the technical component and Aquaman loves fish. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so there we go. So we got Aquaman yeah, in tandem. That's all and of he's it. there and he's present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I was also thinking, I mean, even if Flash, like what he did was if like if there was just like a station, like a little locker full of rations, if there were, he just like super sped and like just ate everyone's rations as he prepares, like that would be another thing instead yeah. of like the stretching. Absolutely. Like that's my, that's probably what I would do just because I love a joke and I would put in a joke, but like, you can still not make it funny and still make it cool. Yeah. And and but, like, like give, give a sense of purpose as opposed to, like I said at the beginning, them posing for their headshots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I think, um, so out of all of them, I think I like, well, I like cyborgs because we, we know what kind of emotional state he's in and he's mm-hmm. trying to get revenge for his father. So I'm kind of like, he looks really cool in that. Also, besides, you know, the 2017 version cutting so much of Ray Fisher out of that movie, even though most of this movie is about him, that, like, to see any new shots of Cyborg, it's always been like, oh, I love that. Why did they cut that out? He looks so cool. It's nice to see him in this movie and, like, this way his character arc has been. So I like that shot of him. But I also really like Ezra Miller doing this kind of yoga poses as he stretches and prepares it's cool um i think it's a little bit out of character but i also think it's really cool um my defense for the batman and aquaman exchange oh i liked that i don't have anything against that okay i i like it i like it a lot and it's mainly because there's a whole chapter in this movie titled don't count on it batman and that's what he says it's a line of dialogue from arthur to bruce um, and it really embodies that whole sense of what Aquaman was supposed to be in this story before his own standalone movie. Um, so now, towards the end of the movie, as everybody's gearing up and everything, you actually have Batman getting what he sought out after. He went and he got the team, and even Alfred said it, look, you brought the team together, you did what you did. Um, this is even just more so to that point of, you did it, Batman. Heck yes, you got it. You got everybody here. You made the Justice League. Um, and it's I don't the, know. It, of everything in this minute, that's the best moment because it is two characters interacting. Yeah. And it is the only time in this entire minute where it, we have more than one character on screen. And I think that's important, especially if you're about to go in and like you built this team, you need to have them interacting as a team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You need to show that they were to, they were there on set on the same day. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Um, <laughs> I have one question though, and I don't know if it was answered before. Mark, maybe you can help me with this. Um, what sword is this from Wonder Woman? Because didn't the quote God Killer sword uh, get? Didn't Ares break that sword in in nineteen forty? Yeah, the, the, well, the God Killer, yes, but this is the sword from Dawn of Justice. Would be the sword that she. So, what has. is that sword? Did we ever ask that question? Oh no, no, no! Just that would it would have to be a whole different. I mean, the sword didn't matter. The sword was a lie itself in uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, the God Killer sword didn't, but this sword, it's well, it matters now, and it mattered in in Dawn well, of I Justice mean, because sure... it was able to kill. You know, it was able to cut up Doomsday and. This is another yeah. one that actually, you know, can can withstand the amount of darkness and hold up. You know, she even did one on one with Steppenwolf in the beginning of the movie. So, but that sword didn't cut through it. Him, remember the armor? I think she chops at his foot, and it, like it doesn't come off. Yeah, okay. Because he's wearing the Zeno armor that he has on. But you know, I think it's that Hephaestus story that's missing from like the Wonder Woman tales. It's just like she must have these new armaments that are that Hephaestus has made but it's not explained but it's like that that must be where it comes from okay okay because yeah. i mean the lasso of hestia right is uh and then boots of hermes is what she's wearing and i mean i'm just speaking from wonder woman lore but it's not explained in these movies the way that it you know a, a wonder woman movie that i would like to see is one that like talks a little bit more about her family and like zeus and hephaestus yeah. and Hades. i would like to see more interaction with those people because like that's what i liked from brian azarello's run with like cliff change is like i want to see more of that i want to see more of her speaking to her uncles and stuff like that which is cool to see aries in the first one but i was i want more i want more of it so i don't know where the sword is from um just but a I, hephaestus sword yeah, yeah. Festus made the sword for her, and it, so he can cut through almost anything except Steppenwolf, uh, his armor at least. And so, yeah. No, I, I, I wanted to say about the Batman and Aquaman. We haven't seen these characters interact with each other uh, in quite some time, because Aquaman uh, has interacted with Barry a lot, and Cyborg, and and even Wonder Woman. But there was that first chapter, which don't count on it, Batman, and that was like their only big interaction. And we'll yeah. kind of see that later in this third act, them interacting a little bit again, but him handing him the trident and Jason Momoa as Arthur Curry nodding like, yeah, let's go do this. You can count Being on, on it, board. Batman. Yeah, you can count on it, Batman. Um, yeah, I do like that. I do I, I do like that a lot. So it's just really cool. Like this whole minute just being kind of this cool ramp up scene. Um, like we said, like it is kind of cool to kind of get pumped up for this third act. Uh, so yeah, that that's pretty much all it is. So everyone uh, loves a third act that starts three hours into a movie. <laughs> there could be some things whittled down for sure, for sure. I'm just, I don't know, just em- empathy for you too. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. It's been a long journey. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you're uh, getting there. You're, yeah, you're we all, are. You're almost there. And what a what a ride it has been for sure. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up for today. If you've enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving us a five-star review. It really does help the show and helps new listeners discover the show as well. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter at DCEU Minute. And if you'd like bonus content, we have a Patreon for just $3 with tons of other podcasts to listen to. 
Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you here next time on DC Cinematic Minute.